0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We're always encouraged to know God is working through New Beginnings to touch lives. So if you have a story to share of how God's working in your life, please let us know. Send us an email at newbeginningsnj.org. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. We have a awesome guest speaker tonight, which is really cool. I love when we have guest speakers, especially when it's somebody as amazing as the gentleman we have tonight. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to tell you a little bit about Joe Calla. He is the Vice President of Operations and Sales at Auto Dealer University, an online sales management and leadership training platform for over 125 dealerships throughout Canada and the United States. Joe is a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ and is a source of inspiration and motivation in positivity and sales strategies. Joe has a unique and wide range of experience in the automotive industry and in the public speaking circuit. Through Joe's motivational messages, practical life lessons, leadership, management, and business practices learned from his 23 years of ministry along with the automotive industry, Joe has helped people of all ages and from all walks of life around the world to discover their purpose and thrive in their personal destinies. Joe Calla is an excellent communicator who has been part of New Beginnings for many, many, many years and always brings a timely and encouraging message from the heart of God and from the Word of God. So if you guys would join me in giving a warm welcome to Joe Calla. Thank you.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. I know you guys are probably stuck on that 23 years thing because I'm only 27, so how does that work out, <laughs> the math? But um, thank you very much, Pastor Joe. Um, Barbara and all the pastoral staff at New Beginnings Church and all the different campuses throughout the world. And um, I say world because I'll tell you right now, like she was saying, you don't know that just because you're doing something here doesn't mean you're not affecting the world. Because we are like our, our marketplace is the world with the internet, right? With Facebook, with social media. People are touched in all states, not just New Jersey, not just Brick. I mean, you are really touching the world. And that's the truth. And I'm going to tell you right now that, um, you know, just a quick story here. You know, I, in setting up this trip out here, typically I'll, I'll take Spirit Airlines from South Carolina to here. Somebody said, well, did you bring the warm weather? I can't control the weather, but I did bring the fire of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So we're going to heat things up anyway. All right. So, so but here's the deal. So we could not get the, it, there was no flight available on Tuesday night for Spirit Airlines, none. Like, it was weird. It's first time ever, like, you couldn't get a flight from Spirit, from, from Myrtle Beach to Atlantic City. So I had to fly into Ameri- Ameri- you know, American Airlines instead of Spirit to Newark, all right? So I go into Newark Airport, and uh, I'm walking over to get my car, going down the stairs, and I walk up to the counter, and a guy sitting behind the counter with his arms crossed, looking at me, like, with a smile, and he's like, you know, nodding his head. He goes, this is going to be fun. And I'm like, that's, that's weird. That's a weird intro. You know what I mean? Walking up to somebody in Newark. Okay. But so um, it was a little weird. So he's like, man, he's like, I know you. And I said, okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank here. And he's like, well, you know, you came down. You're Joe Cal. I said, yeah. And I'm thinking he probably saw my reservation, right? But no. He's like, you came down to about four or five years ago to Nork, uh, Delaware, and you spoke to our church and a bunch of other churches that are our, our regional event. And you talked about things regarding business and things like that. He said, as a matter of fact, the things that you talked about, we, we've applied, and may I tell you it? has helped us. We're building a new church right now on a brand new property, and the things that you have given to us then is what we've been putting into place to get us to where we are now. I'm like, glory to God. Glory to God, amen. And I told my wife, she goes, you want to know something that would never happen to me? She goes, that. <laughs> and so, but anyway, what was funny was he goes, okay, man of God, free upgrade. Boom. Boom. Elantra to Impala, just like that. So, so God is good, amen? You don't, know, you don't know the impact of one word, of what you can do just by being you, amen? So, so tonight we're gonna talk about the ultimate game changer. Who's ready to have the game changed, amen? Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask him to put his anointing on this message. Because I'll tell you what, man, Woo! There's a lot in there. We got to get it out and we only have a little bit of time to do it. All right? So, Father, we thank you that your word is alive, living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and is the discerner of every thought and intent of the heart. I thank you, Father, that as we preach your word, your anointing will destroy every yoke, Remove every burden and set people free in Jesus' name. I've come not to give only just words by human wisdom, Lord, through eloquency of speech, but by the Spirit and by power we bring you here tonight and in this presence and in your presence we thank you that shackles will be removed and people's lives will be touched by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Man, we're here for church tonight. So listen, in business, in sports, and in life, there's a saying that says success leaves clues, right? Success leaves clues. When you look at people who are successful, typically you can find clues of what brought them to that success. Amen? And I I just want to go ahead and talk today about the ultimate game changer. And, and my goal is to allow you to clearly see that the ultimate game changer in all arenas of life is almighty God. He is the game changer. When he's involved in everything and in all things, our lives, every game that we're a part of, whatever that may be, will be changed to his advantage and to our benefit. Because that's how he works. I'm here to tell you tonight that if you're believing God for deliverance, freedom from addiction, depression, anxiety, provision financially, and healing in your body, it's going to come, and it's going to come quickly. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 60, the Lord says, I'm the Lord at the right moment. I'll hurry it along. Quickly. God can get something done quickly. Someone say quickly. In Psalms 114 verse three, we see here how it says that the Red Sea saw them coming, the children of Israel, and hurried out of their way. The water of the Jordan River turned away. You know, in the Bible, it talks about how the children of Israel, they were held captive to eat to to the Egyptians for about 400 plus years, right? And in that deliverance, They're set free. Moses comes, let my people go. Pharaoh says, okay, after all these things took place, he lets them go, then he changes his mind. I want my people back. Pharaoh said, I'm gonna get them back. So now they're approaching to the Red Sea. As they're uh, coming up to the Red Sea, all of a sudden they're like, we need a miracle. We need something. There's a sea in front of us. And the Bible says in Psalms 114, the Red Sea saw them coming and hurried out of their way hurried out of their way here's the deal for, for for all your life you could have been dealing with stuff where you feel captive you may have been dealing with things that have been holding you captive in your in your mind your mental image of who you think you were you may feel like there's there's all this stuff happening and you feel like maybe you were set free at one time but now all of a sudden you're you're, you're that thing's trying to pull you back in again you're standing at the edge of the sea and it feels like you're getting ready to cross over, but there's this big barrier now in front of you. And God said to Moses, I want you to stretch out your hand, put out your rod. And then when he did, what happened? The, the waters went like this fast. And, and you know what happens is so many times we're standing up against that thing and we think that God has to do it in the way of our reasoning. This has been here a long time. It's permanent fixture. This is the Red Sea. God, I know you could probably do it if you cause a drought and maybe cause the waters to eventually come down. And eventually, maybe then after a few months of that or a few days, there's the natural laws of things and you start reasoning. God goes beyond that. He changes the game. He changes the rules. He can, in a quick moment, in one second, he can cause the favor of God to shine upon you, cause, cause one person to write you a check, cause one person to make a phone call, connect you with a divine connection, and have you meet with that person that can open up a door here that can bring you into this place so that God can bring you to your destiny. It can happen quickly. It doesn't matter if it took up to this point however long it did. In an instant, it can happen now because that's how God works. Why? Because in Jeremiah 1.12, he says, I'll hasten my word to perform it. That's why. Because that's what his word says. It says in, in Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. God's the ultimate game changer. When we allow him access into our lives, everything changes, everything changes. So what's the definition of game changer? It's this, it's, it's, we, it's a newly introduced element or factor that changes an existing situation or activity in a significant way. A game changer, changer is a newly introduced element or factor That changes an existing situation or activity in a significant way. Something or someone that affects a significant shift in the current manner of doing or thinking about something. That's good. And God is that game changer. Here's the areas of focus that God brings to change the game in our lives. The first thing is his presence. Let's get that on the screen if we could, please. His presence. His presence is a game changer. The second thing is his name. His name is a game changer. The third thing is his word. His word is a game changer. His spirit is a game changer. We're gonna talk about all four of these quickly, but we're gonna talk about them. Number one, his presence is a game changer, okay? Psalm 16:8 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Amen? Amen? I'm telling you right now, guys, you have to come to a place where the word of God is what directs you, what guides you. The word of God is what you set your feet upon. It's stable. It's unchanging. It never, ever changes. God, he says in his word, he is the Lord God who changes not. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Circumstances change. Weather's, wet weather changes. Uh, you know, you, you, you change based off of the seasons that you that you live in everything changes. The stock market changes. Presidencies change. All these things change. People change. Your bosses, your employment, your workplace, people change. But God doesn't change. It reads the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every time you pick up the word of God and you see that this says that God is for me, then who can be against me? You read it tomorrow and God is still for you. Who can be against you? you read it the next day and God is still for you even though that person who said they got you, they have you, man. They turn and all of a sudden they don't have you anymore. Trust fall, boom, you hit the floor. I thought you were going to catch me. No, God is still there because he doesn't change. Amen. Every time fear gripped the hearts of God's chosen leaders, he comforted them and strengthened them with this one truth. I will be with you. That's what he would say constantly to his leadership, constantly to his people. I will be with you. In the face of fear and dealing with the situation that was bigger, that was more permanent, that had more strength, as they came up against it, God would say, I want you to work on this. And they were like, huh? And he would be like, don't worry about it. I will be with you. That was his comfort to them. Knowing that God's presence is always there changes how we approach going going into life's battles and circumstances. See, Moses was there. Moses was in that same situation, Exodus 3.12. It says in Exodus 3.12, so he said, I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you when you have brought the people out of Egypt and you shall serve God on this mountain. Moses had every excuse as to why he couldn't do it, God again assured him, man, I will be with you, Moses. I'm gonna be with you. Joshua, in Joshua 1, 5 through 7, Joshua 1, 5 through 7, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so what? I will be with you. I will not leave you. I won't forsake you. Be strong and of good courage for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Don't turn from it to the right hand or the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Amen. That's the word of the Lord. God said to Joshua, look, I'm gonna be with you. But in the process of that, you still have to have strength and courage to do it. Amen. You still have to be strong and courageous to step out. Ambrose Redmoon said, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than that fear. The root word for courage, check this out. This is pretty cool. The root word for courage is from the Latin word heart. Core, C-O-R. It's from the root word core, which is, which is the Latin word heart. So when you break that word apart, the second half of the word is rage, which means to continue with great force and intensity. So when you act in courage, You let your heart drive you with great force and intensity regardless of how you feel. You can't let your feelings dictate what you do or don't do. Your feelings are going to lie to you constantly, all the time, to hold you back from doing what's necessary for you to grow. Because I don't feel like going to the gym. But why do we go to the gym? We don't go because we feel like we want to go. We go because we know there's a result. There's the before and there's the after. I'm kind of working on the before picture still, but there's the before and then there's the after, right? We're trying to get the after and that doesn't happen by wishing or thinking about it or just standing in the gym. I went to the gym and I watched a lot of people work out this, you know today and, uh, and I even actually, I even, I even told somebody, good job. You can do it. So, so that doesn't count, but if we want results, we have to put in the work, right? So even, so, we know that just like the Lord promised Moses and Joshua that he'll be with them, he also told that and, and brought that to, to pass when it came to Jesus coming onto the scene. When Jesus was introduced in Matthew, he was introduced by the name of Emmanuel. And what does that word mean? It says in Matthew 1.23 that, it, that it's translated God what? With us. Why is that even important? Maybe we think about it and we just read past it just to say we read our verse for the day. No, let's think about what that means. That simply means that he is truly with us. Emmanuel, Jesus, he is with us. God is with us always, always, everywhere you go. When Jesus sent out his disciples, and this even goes for us, he said, I'll be with you. I will be with you even till the ends of this world, he said. In Matthew 28, it says in verses 18 to 20, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority, listen to this, all authority has been given to me, Jesus said, in heaven and on earth. That means that he's got all the power. He's got all the authority, Jesus, in heaven and on earth. Then he said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He sent them out just like he sends us out, knowing that we have the backing of all of heaven and all, everything that, that, that's behind him in heaven and on earth is now part of what we can go out in, in that name and, and with his authority and go out and do what he's called us to do. Why? Because he's with us while we do it. When we show up, he shows up. When we speak, he's right there speaking with us. Everything we do, he's doing it right there with us. He's there. We're co-laborers together with him. Deuteronomy 31, six says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them for the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13 verse five and six says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. We have a different approach when we know who's with us. You know, think of it like everywhere you go, he's right there. I said that to my daughter the other day, Jaylee. I said, Jaylee, <clears throat> let me just think of it like this. Everywhere, if, if, if you went, wherever you went, if I was right there with you, do you think you'd probably act differently if, I, if daddy was just standing right next to you the whole time? Thank you, Jesus. I have two daughters and I have a son. Father, help me in Jesus' name. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Jaylee, if I'm with you everywhere you go, will it change how you act? Yeah, Dad. If we physically knew that Jesus in body was standing right next to us and we were conscious and aware of it at all times, We, I mean, like I can feel the conviction of God right now. Just bring us all to to our knees in repentance because of the things we say, do, look at, see, why social media. It's all, Lord, forgive me. You know what I'm saying? If we were really aware of His presence that's with us always, it will affect how we approach everything that financial difficulty that that problem that situation whatever it may be what's the first thing we're doing are we consulting with the present one or are we going to social media to find out who's got the best solution or google because google was, is taking the place of god it, uh, taking this place of god in so many people's lives google is the new god to people that's the that's the that's i mean google it said it i, I looked it up that's what it says, WebMD. Right, right, right. Duh. <laughs> see? It affects how we speak. It affects how we act. It affects our confidence level or lack of. It affects our reactions and responses, everything. When we know that he's with us, times of refreshing come in the presence of the Lord. When we recognize, see, here's the difference. It's not just knowing he's with me, it's recognizing, acknowledging, and allowing his presence to manifest with us. Because in the manifestation of his presence and the acknowledgement of him, he comes and in in his presence, there's times of refreshing. You feel stressed, you feel depressed, you feel anxious, you feel sad, you feel upset, you feel angry, get into his presence and times of refreshing come in the presence of the Lord. It's in his presence that we experience fullness of joy. And the the joy of the Lord is his is, is our strength. And so if if we want new strength, we have to get into his presence. Forgiveness comes at the altar in his presence. Peace comes. Not of this world do I give you peace, but peace that surpasses all understanding, that guards your heart and your mind, peace that can give you a quietness and let you understand, even though chaos is is working around you, peace is in the midst of our heart because he's with us. Mercy and grace come in his presence. Delivering power comes in his presence because it's in his presence that everything changes. Life and life more abundantly. That's what he came to give us. And where do we find that? In his presence. The second thing is, is that his name is a game changer. His name. His presence is a game changer, but his name is also a game changer. Philippians 2 8 through 11, it says in the Amplified Bible, it says, After he was found in terms of his outward appearance as a man, for a divinely appointed time, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death, even death on the cross. For this reason also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess and openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, sovereign God, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. The name above every name. I don't care what the name is. It could be cancer, diabetes, anything. Whatever name that is in this world that is acknowledged to humanity, every name is subject to the name of Jesus Christ. It's the highest name above all names to which every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Whatever it may be, it will bow its knee to Jesus Christ when when that thing recognizes who it is that's demanding and standing in its presence. Acts 4.12 says, nor is there salvation in any other name for there's no other name under heaven given un- among men by which we must be saved. Buddha's not going to save you. Confucius is not going to save you. Muhammad's not going to save you. Uh, Joseph Smith is not going to save you. There's no th- there's no president that's going to save you. There's no political name that's going to sa- uh, affiliation that's going to save you. There's no other name under heaven that will save you. There's only one name, the name of Jesus Christ by which we must be saved. And there's power in that name. Luke 10, verses 17 through 19 says that the the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And then Jesus said, look, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And then he said, look, behold, look, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That is a promise that we can stand on. And by the power and authority that's been given to us in the name of Jesus, we can invoke that power against any other power. It is all subject to that name. In the same way that a police officer can stand in front of a car and by putting his hand out, stop that car. It's not the power of the person that's wearing the, the officer's suit. No, it's the authority that backs behind what that represents that stops that person because they know there's a force that's greater. There's a law working behind that person who's standing in the name of the law. When we stand in the name of Christ, the stand in the name of Jesus, these devils will bow down to us. The problem is, is that too many of us don't even know who we are. You see, when God created Adam and Eve, he was, they were filled with the glory of God. The enemy had no clue. He had no power over them until they laid down their power and allowed him in. So many times the devil's just lurking in the background, quietly seeking behind in the dark scenes of, of, of the stage, waiting. And we have the power to wield and walk in authority, and all of a sudden, well, that person's a pretty, pretty pretty much is an idiot, and, that's, and and all of a sudden we start in the flesh, we start talking, we start, you know what, this is well, blah 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 blah. We start and we go down that road, and then the devil goes, he doesn't know what he has, and starts to sneak in and open up the door. But I'm telling you, he has given you the authority. It's, it, it's yours to walk in. And tonight I can sense faith rising up. I can sense life coming back to those who may have been feeling like they've been, they've been beat down. They've been de- de- defeated, depleted, and lost. But I'm here to tell you that the power of God is available tonight. The authority in the name of Jesus is giving you life tonight Amen. to stand up again in that, in that rightful place that he's called you to walk in, in that authority in his name goes on and says in Mark 16, 17, and 18, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick. They will recover. His name is a game changer. His presence is a game changer. His word is a game changer. Hebrews 4.12 says, it says here that the word of God is living and powerful. God's word is living, breathing and powerful, full of power, powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I don't know what everybody is intending or the motive behind what they do. But God does. God knows the thoughts and he knows the intents. I see the actions. But God knows the thoughts and he knows the intents, what you intended for that action to be, why you did it, what was the motive. He knows all of that. That's why so many times people are afraid to open this up because it causes us to see something that we know needs fixed. You see, we look in the mirror so we can get fixed. Like, you know, when we wake up, we look in the mirror to not just go, that ah, looks good. I'm going to go ahead and go out now. No, we typically first go, we need some help. <laughs> all right? Shower, brush the teeth, take care of that butt breath, right? I mean, fix it all up, booger check, make sure all the eyebrows are looking tight, pluck it all out nice, do everything we need to do, Right? We have to go get ourselves you know, take, you know, cleaned up around, all that stuff. We do that. We look in the mirror to walk away and not look the same. We look so we can go ahead and change. Well, when you look in the word of God, this will, this will cause you to see what you need to change. And it'll challenge you to be who this says you are. The cool thing about this is, is that when you see it, it shows you in like the jacked mode. It shows you like in all of what you know you are, but you're just not there yet. You got a lot of like carving and chiseling to do still. You still have a lot of shaping to make, you know, to take care of. But you're not all there yet, but it's showing you the potential you. It's showing you all of the stuff that's been given to you. All of the weapons. All, I mean, it's like, it's like your, your avatar. And it just it shows you all the, the weapons. It shows you all your abilities, all of your everything. It's all there. But you have to unlock it sometimes, right? It's just something like, I want that. I want that. And I can't get that because you have to unlock it. And it comes unlocked through faith. Faith unlocks it and lets it now come into your life. And then you can use it and apply it. And all of a sudden, man, it's just like things start happening. Because that's how God works. Because he's moved by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Need does not not move God. Just because you need something. Desperation doesn't, doesn't move God. Fear doesn't move God. Yelling doesn't move God. Any emotion does not move God. No emotion without faith moves God. You know, I was praying really hard. I don't care how hard. You can pray As hard as you want, if there's no faith in how hard you pray, it's not doing anything. If you pray in faith, Lord help, that in faith will get you further than a hard prayer and a long 16 hours fast. And I'm telling you, it's in faith that moves God. The word of God is alive. It's living and powerful. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The word of God brings light. When you put the word into it, it shines light and brings grace and truth to prevail. Grace, which gives you ability and truth for you to be able to know what to do. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions, the Bible says. The Bible says in Psalms 138.2, it says that for you have magnified your word above all your name. The name of God is powerful, but the word of God is magnified more than all of the name. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 1.5, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. The word of God is not just in word only, but also in what? Power. Power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. See, here's the difference between what we're, we're looking at from the word of God and other religions and philosophies. This is not just a history lesson. This is a power-filled word that can release power to set you free, deliver you from any addiction, get get rid of any anxiety and depression, okay, that can heal your body, that can take care of something that you've been trying. Like the Bible says, there was a woman who had an issue of blood, who for her entire life, she sought doctors. She tried to get help. She spent all her money trying to get to, to a place where she didn't have this anymore. No one can help until she said, I'm going to go ahead and touch the hem of his garment. And she did, and immediately it dried up because of faith that if she touched him, that he would deliver her. God is faithful. His word's a game changer, and his spirit is a game changer. John 14 says this. It says, I've told you in verse 25 and 26. This is the Amplified Bible. It says, I have told you these things while I am still with you. Jesus speaking here. He says, but the helper, listen to this. I love the Amplified Bible. He says, but the helper, the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things. He will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything that I have told you. Go back to twenty-five real quick. Look at that description here. Uh, go one more, twenty-six. But the Comforter, Counselor. So, so here's the deal: we have the greatest life coach, the greatest. He lives in us. We have access to him. You may look at, you know, I don't care who the most successful person in the world is. We have the one who gave that person the wisdom to be successful living in us. We have the inside information. We have the divine connection to him, the Holy Spirit. He's our counselor. Counselor, can you give me some counsel, please? Yes. He'll, he'll help you. He'll, he's our intercessor. He'll advocate for us. He'll strengthen us. He'll stand by and help us. And it goes on and says in in John 16. It says in John 16, but I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage. And this is in verse uh, seven through 11. He says, but I tell you the truth, this is to your advantage that I go away. Jesus said, it's to your advantage that I leave. Why? For if I don't go away, the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby will not come to you. But if I go, I'm gonna send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world of sin and all that and the rest of that stuff. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to read that. Go down to verse 13. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he'll guide you into all truth. Listen to this. It says here, when the spirit of truth comes, he'll guide you into all truth full and complete truth he will not speak on his own initiative but he'll speak whatever he hears from the father and he'll disclose to you what is to come in the future i mean come on this is he's living inside of us this is what we have access to but instead we're like no man give me that fortune cookie <laughs> oh yeah today's going to be a good day what's my numbers and we have more faith in a, in a cookie. I mean, think about this. We have fortune cookie faith. Instead, we have the Holy Spirit living in the insi- on the inside of us. But we believe the fortune cookie. We, we, I mean, we put it on the fridge. We post it on, on, on Facebook. Look at this. God knew And then the butterfly flew, and it was just beautiful. And then we're like, the Holy Spirit's like, I mean, if if he could be, I know he's not. (laughs) I'm like that. If I was the Holy Spirit, I'd be like, you know what I mean? But God is inside of us. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. He will guide us, show us things to come. He'll, He'll lead us into all truth. He'll let us see the future. He'll give you guidance to make the step so that you don't fall in the ditch, to prevent you from destruction. Anyone ever know that I was supposed to do this, but I didn't, and then it was like, train wreck, right? I mean, like, been there, done that. I think I have the T-shirt on underneath this shirt right now. But, at the end of the day, God is merciful. He's th- thank God he's forgiving. He's, he's kind, gentle. He, he's, he's able to bring us up even when we fall down. He's able to help bring us out of a mess. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is here right now. The Word of God is here right now. And thank God that the Bible says in First Corinthians verses chapter 1, verse 5, it says in 1 Corinthians 1 5. I'm sorry, chapter 2. It says, we said I prayed this earlier. Paul said, When I came, I came to you not with that excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in trembling. Verse 4 says, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. Why? So that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And God is all about interrupting changing, being a game changer, interrupting, uh, making making a, a, a big change, I mean, like complete shift in what you were headed for. He's all about that. And in our relationships, our businesses, our family, our finances, our ministry, God's always the ultimate game changer. I think of Gideon, you know, Gideon was... You know, the, um, the Bible says in Judges where Gideon was, was, was hiding. He was in fear because they allowed this, this tribe to come and they, they just pretty much just wrecked their lives for seven years. I mean, they just, they were a train wreck. The whole, I mean, so Gideon, they were, they were hiding. They had all these failures. They felt like failures. He was threshing, um, you know, wheat and the wine press. And the, the angel of the Lord came and said to Gideon, while Gideon was sitting in a place of defeat, of, of total just, you know, self, you know, he felt terrible about himself. Like, you know, I mean, you ever feel like you give up on believing yourself in yourself and you feel like there's, you know, I don't know what brought me here, but I'm here. And the angel of the Lord appeared and said, mighty man of valor, mighty man of valor, the Lord is with you. I'm here to tell you that you may have felt like, you know, You've Up to this point, you've, you, you may have some, some, made some mistakes. You messed up. You made some wrong choices. But I'm here to tell you that God is not looking on, uh, at you as a failure. He's looking at you as a mighty man or a woman of valor. You may feel defeated. You may feel lost. But get ready because God is going to change the game in your life tonight. Amen? I want you to say this after me. I'm going to put this up on the screen. <clears throat> And I want you to say this after me. And I'll say it first and you say it after me. Say, I thank God that he believes in me even when I have a hard time believing in myself. No devil in hell, no problem on earth and no obstacle can stop me. I rise up in new strength. This is the day. That the Lord has made made for me me. to walk in in. His blessings, His His provisions, and His promises. His His presence presence is with me today. His name name is above every name. name. His word word is is all-powerful. His spirit spirit leads leads me into all truth. and shows me where to go and and what to do do. in Jesus' name. name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, God believes in you even when you're doubting everything about you. There are some mighty men of valor, mighty women heroes that may have been hiding up to this point in their solitary confinement, scared, Fe- feeling defeated, depleted, depressed, worn down, tired, doubting everything about themselves and the call that God had on their lives. But I'm speaking to you tonight. You are a mighty hero. You know, someone might have said, no, 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 more like a zero. No, no, no. Don't let the enemy rob that. You're, you're a mighty hero, destined for victory, determined to overcome. The Lord is with you. His name is yours. Your name is now in him. His word is powerful. His spirit is in you. He is for you. And the Bible says that the greater one lives in us and greater is he that lives in us than he that's in this world. So in faith tonight, I'm gonna urge everybody within the sound of my voice to respond to him to receive him if you haven't. And the Bible says that the Lord is faithful in 2 Thessalonians 3.3, 3, and that he'll strengthen you and guard you from the evil one. And there's nothing that is going to change and unchanging, always consistent, almighty, never bending God. He is and was and always will be faithful, even when we're faithless. His promises are true. His faithful promises are our armor and protection, and you can trust in Him to strengthen you and guard you in these days. Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet with me. And I want to, there's there's one thing I want to do. There's two things. I want everybody to close their eyes where you're at, And I want everybody to make this a very serious moment between you and him. And as the Spirit of God was speaking through his word tonight, there's things that were said in your ear that I didn't even say with my words. That's how God moves. I may have been saying something up here, and God is just, I mean, talking to you and speaking in your heart, showing you things that you need to do, that you need to straighten up, that you need to get right, whatever it is. He was. he was, I mean, you know he was, it was God. He was working in your heart, amen? And if there's somebody here tonight, because this is so important, guys. God is all about you. He loves you so much that he sent me here tonight from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to fly in to Nork Airport. And then drive down in ungodly hours tomorrow morning to Atlantic City so that you can hear a message that would revolutionize your world and that tonight cause your game to be changed. If you've never, the first part, if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior, there's no other name under heaven by which any man, Could be saved, but that one name, Jesus Christ. If you don't know for sure, tonight you can have a no so experience. And with every head bowed, every eye closed, I'd like for you to respond right now. If that's you, where you are at your seat, God sees you and knows, I want you to lift your hand to Him. Between you and Him only. Amen. I see your hand. Thank you. Amen. I see your hand too. Thank you. Amen. I see your hand, too. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else? This is very important because I'm telling you right now, no man can see the Father except through him. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, the life, and he will come and touch you where you are right now and change your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody else want to jump in on this real quick? I'm going to pray with you. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Thank you. I see that hand, too. Thank you. Amen. Anybody else? This is real important. Thank you so much. Amen. I see your hand. Amen. Anyone else? Hallelujah. This is very important. Okay, listen. There's action involved with faith because the bible says that without faith we can't please him but faith without works is inactive or inoperative and dead so here's what we're going to do if you are a fan of any sport and you watched your team win in the championship game everybody in here i want you and when i count the 3 on the count of 3 i want you to cheer at the top of your lungs the loudest and I'm, ta- I'm not—I'm not kidding. I want you to go nuts. I want people on Brick Boulevard to drive by and, and wonder what in the world is going on in that Pentecostal holy church over there. <laughs> Listen to me. On the count of three, when I when I go one, two, three, and then three, like on three, not three and then, but three, okay? One, two, three. I want you to blow up. I mean, just nuts. Go crazy. And the people who raised their hands, or those who thought they should have and didn't, you come down here and meet me up here because I'm gonna I'm gonna pray with you, and, and I, this is gonna this is awesome. This is the best decision you'll have ever made in your entire life. Are you ready okay. to go nuts for them? Yes. I mean, are you ready? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Amen. Come on. Amen. 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 Is there anybody else? Anybody else? All right. We're going to pray real quick. Come on over here, ladies. Amen. We have someone else coming? Amen. Come on. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory be to God. God is so good, isn't he? Amen. You know, the Bible says that the angels are rejoicing in heaven right now because of your decision to come to Christ. You will spend eternity with him in heaven. Amen. God is so faithful. He is so good. His word is good. Amen. Say this after me. Say, Father, thank you for saving me me. I believe believe that Jesus Christ is Lord Lord. I believe believe that you raised him from the dead dead. and I say it with my mouth mouth, and I believe it in my heart and now I'm saved saved. in Jesus name name. Amen Hallelujah Amen Thank you You're welcome Amen Thank you Thank you. you God bless you. I'm not going to forget you. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. All right. Number two, last thing, and I'm done. I apologize. I'm sorry. One more thing. I want you guys, okay, if, if, if there's something in your heart and you feel like that God has placed a ministry in you um, and there's something that you are supposed to do, I want to just say this. I'm going to speak over you right now. I'm not going to have you come up, but I'm going to speak over you. If that's somebody in here, if you, if you feel there's a calling to do something for ministry, to do something that God's called you to specifically do, to reach out to people, just raise your hand where you're at. I'm not going to... All right. Amen. Amen. Okay, good. There's a lot. That's good. Amen. I'm going to just pray a blessing over you now because I'm here to tell you that the enemy will do everything he can to stop you from touching people's lives and reaching people with Jesus' name, okay? But I'm telling you right now, you have more in you than he has in the tank, okay? The Bible says that that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And you have the power and the authority that God has given to you. And right now, I pray a special anointing on every single one of you. Father, I thank you that you're dropping within them a fresh touch from heaven. And that, Lord, they'll walk out tonight refreshed with new direction in their step. In Jesus' name,